My name is Volker Krüger from Van Ferndafie Tönis. Amelie Richter from our family law department has joined us. Uh, Amory, I'm not a divorce lawyer, but the general rule is that if parties get married in a community of property and there's a divorce, then uh, everything that is part of the joint estate is split 50-50. That's correct, Irrespective yes. of who brought it into the marriage, um, etc. But there are some exceptions to this rule, and there's a recent interesting court case which uh, sheds some light on those relevant principles. So, yeah, please explain. Yes, definitely. The exception to the rule is what we call a forfeiture claim. So, um, in a forfeiture claim, you can ask the court that the your spouse forfeit his or her claim in respect of a portion of the joint estate or, for example, your pension fund or whatever the case may be, um, that your spouse forfeit that claim because the spouse will unduly benefit if the person is allowed to still claim. So, for example, um, this is the only concept um, in our divorce law where fault will actually contribute towards the court's decision in respect of a forfeiture. So, the, with a forfeiture, we look at the duration of the marriage, were the people only married for one year, now got divorced, now you have to share um, your whole pension fund, that would lead to an undue benefit, I would say. or Perhaps the parties were married for 35, um, 40 years, and now they get divorced. Both parties contributed. Obviously, when you then share equally, there will no, be no undue benefit. So the court look at the um, duration of the marriage, and then the court also looks at the circumstances which gave, gave rise to the breakdown of the marriage and substantial misconduct on the part of either of the parties. And that's why we say with forfeiture, the concept of fault is actually applicable. The court will then consider whose fault is it that the marriage broke down irretrievably? Whose fault is it that the parties are now forced to share 50% of everything they have and everything that they accrued throughout the marriage? So a forfeiture claim is quite a handy tool. Um, but it's not applicable in all circumstances. So what the court would then basically say that even though you agreed to get married in community of property and remembrance of Africa, if you don't have a marriage contract concluded before you get married, then you're automatically uh, married in community of property. Mm -hmm. So that's the default. No? So even though you basically uh, got married in community of property and agreed thereby to share everything 50-50, the court says, no, it's not fair because of the circumstances. You don't deserve sort of 50% because of something specific happening during the match or those specific yes. circumstances, et cetera, that you referred to. And, uh, yeah, I think there was a recent court case, no? You referred to um, at another discussion uh, recently now. Yeah, there was a recent court case in the High Court of Polokwane where um, a forfeiture claim actually did not succeed. But in this matter, the wife um, said that, you know, the husband entered into an extramarital affair, which can often lead to a, a successful forfeiture claim. But she said the husband entered into an extramarital affair. He was in that affair for nine years. Um, and then they only then they started the divorce process. Um, throughout that nine years, he neglected to contribute to the household. He didn't pay the expenses that he used to pay, etc. And then also, she said that he actually mismanaged a business. And um, 
she had to carry all the expenses and then she contributed to her own pension fund. So her claim before the court was based on the fact that he entered an, into an extramarital affair. Then he failed to contribute to the household. He actually uh, managed the business into bankruptcy. And now, um, now she must share her pension fund with him. She, she thinks he will unduly benefit from the pension fund claim. But the court, when actually the parties testified, I just want to mention this, we should remember with the forfeiture claim, a divorce matter will always be an, a contested divorce matter. It will be an opposed divorce matter. So the parties testified and they went on trial and they've put a lot of evidence before court. And at the end of the day, the court said that you know, he was in an extramarital affair and it was unfair towards the wife. But for nine years, she condoned and accepted this marital affair. She did not institute the divorce action. Um, she actually also assisted with the management of the business. So she contributed towards the bankruptcy. And mainly, she allowed this extramarital affair. She didn't take action. She didn't make any allegations that she wants to get divorced because of this relationship. So the court said no. In this circumstances, because she allowed this relationship to, to continue for nine years, um, and the court also found that he did actually contribute he still contributed towards the household, even though he was in a relationship. The court said, no, listen, he, there will be no undue benefit. He should be allowed to claim 50% of the fund. The forfeiture claim did not succeed. But if I can refer to another matter, um, it was in the Pretoria High Court, where the parties were only married for, I think it was five years, if I, if I remember correctly. They were married for five years. They... Um, they lived separate lives. Basically, there was also extramarital affairs, which um, actually the wife was very ashamed of. The husband um, had a lot of extramarital affairs. It was well known in the area where they lived. It was quite an embarrassment for her to know that her, well, to find out that her husband's walking around. And um, he failed to contribute towards the household. He, he, went into arrears with payment of the bond and you know there, there was a lot of negative actions from his side a lot of fault um leading to the breakdown of the marriage and in that circumstances the court said no listen forfeiture should succeed he should not be able to claim from a pension fund or um and he also mentioned the house he should forfeit his 50% in respect of that asset because he will unduly benefit if he receives this 50% of the joint estate because his conduct um, led to the breakdown of the marriage. They were not married for very long. So in that circumstances, the forfeiture did succeed, however. Yeah, so many of these cases, I guess, will very much depend on the facts. No? There will be factual disputes also. And I think in many cases, like especially the first case that you mentioned now, the court will also realize that in most marriages, it's not just one party that can be blamed. No? In most mm -hmm. marriages, if they do break down, then it's uh, both sides that uh, are probably to blame. And then the court won't allow a feature claim. Uh, would you no. agree with that? Yes, I agree. Um, and in a lot of divorces, there is 
extramarital affairs, unfortunately. But it's not necessarily that if there's an extramarital affair, you will succeed with a forfeiture claim. I just want to mention something, Volker, if you don't mind. I, I previously mentioned, you know, the husband contributing towards the household, etc. And now a lot of people might immediately start to think of housewives. You know, housewives don't necessarily contribute towards the house, the household, um, but when they get divorced, they share equally in everything that the husband worked for, if I, if I may say it like that. Um, but the well, they contribute said, to the household, but they maybe don't contribute that much to building up an estate, no? Uh, exactly, yes. Acquiring uh, assets, etc. No? Yeah. yeah, and the court specifically says in, in matters like this as well, a contribution um, does not necessarily have to be a financial contribution. You know, raising the kids, taking care of your husband, um, running a household, looking after everyone's well-being is also a contribution. So um, housewives are also protected with, with this type of um, matters. You know, it's not necessarily that you didn't contribute financially. Now you're getting 50% of my pension fund. You will unduly benefit. The court says no. She did contribute or he contributed during the the, um, the marriage. It was maybe not a financial contribution, but time and effort is also a contribution that the court will look at. I think similar considerations apply when you get married out of community of property with the accrual system. So yes. um, you get married out of community of property, and as we mentioned in previous programs, that is uh, uh, our advice not to get married in community of property, uh, rather out of community of property, for example, to protect the assets um, mm -hmm. of the spouses where there might be financial problems, there might be an insolvency, then uh, at least the assets of the other solvent uh, spouse are not at risk. But then the yes. parties might still want to ensure that they both benefit from the estates that will be built up over the years through mm -hmm. um, contributions from both spouses uh, and often it's maybe the husband that uh, works and that can uh, build up uh, an estate and uh, acquire a lot of assets and the wife looks after the kids, uh, the household, etc. Mm -hmm. and cannot do so, then the idea of the, the cruel system is also then to uh, cover that wife and to make sure that she gets a fair share of what they basically built up together and yeah, if yeah. there's then a divorce, then uh, she can enforce the cruel claim and uh, get a, a portion of the estate that they built up together. So apart from marriage and community of property, I think in the case of a, an accrual system, you know, similar uh, considerations are, are relevant. Yes, definitely. All right. Thank you. Amri. Thank you. That's all we have uh, time for today. Remember, our email address is info at vvd.co.za. Thanks for uh, listening. Uh, make sure that you tune in again next week, Wednesday, between 3 o'clock and 4 o'clock, and then also on Friday evenings.